You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to On The Way. This is Beth White, your host this morning, um, just uh, talking with you about Saints of March. So we just spoke with Vanita about her new book coming out from the Four Doctors of the Church. And up next is Father Ken Simpson. Father Ken is the administrator at Old St. Pat's. And as we um, should all know, we're celebrating St. Patrick's Day this week. Um, Today's Wednesday, so tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. But I think that Old St. Pat's got started, it's an octave there, right? You've got started pretty early in the process. So welcome, Father Ken. Hello, Beth. Yes, we've uh, we've been we've been celebrating uh, pretty much nonstop since uh, Saturday morning. <laughs> it was cold here in Chicago on Saturday. Did you all survive it? We did. We did. It was uh, it was cold, but um, <laughs> it was a great it was a great celebration. Yeah. So, for those of you um, that are listening, uh, they have the annual Shamrock in Rockin the block. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about that annual gathering? It's been two years since you, you didn't weren't able to do it for two years. So you're back. You were back full force this past Saturday. So tell us our listeners a little bit about um, that annual event. Sure. So well, actually, this was our we have tried to uh, it, it was uh, called Shamrock in the block. Oh, everything okay. We do here. Shamrock. Everything we do here is on the block. And um, uh, which is kind of reminiscent of the um, very famous and for a long time, uh, Old St. Pat's sponsored the world's largest block party. Oh, that's right. And the world's yep. largest block party uh, uh, went for, I think, I don't, not exactly sure, something like 40 years. Um, and it helped to uh, really restore the uh, historic church that we have. It's the oldest uh, public building in Chicago. Oh, wow. Um, and so Father Jack Wall became the pastor. Uh, and, and, and the legend is, uh, and true, it is a true legend, um, that he, he built up the parish. Um, uh, and one of the, one of the main things was attracting people to, um, just to know that it was, the place was here and that, um, it was open and it, and he really, uh, focused on downtown and on young people. And, uh, back then, there weren't a lot of uh, summer festivals, so the World's Electric Bark Party became a, a major thing in the in the in the city of Chicago. They uh, decided to um, discontinue discontinue doing that um, just a few years ago, right before the pandemic. Oh, and then they decided to do Shamrock in the Block, <laughs> which would happen on St. Patrick's Day. Awesome, um, but. Shamrock in the Block uh, was canceled again. Never really happened. Uh, this was oh, actually our first. Oh, okay, all right. Shamrock in the Block. Got so this it. was a. This was our. We I mean, we've scheduled it every year and tried to hold it, and it was of course canceled twice because of of uh, COVID. 
So um, this was the third annual first <laughs> and rock in the block. Well, you got practice at planning it, so that's good. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> so um, how'd it go? It was from um, the parade. It was on parade day, and so it was from noon to about six thirty. Is that right? So what was it? What? How'd it go? Correct. And, um, so yeah, we we um, well we started the day with. Uh, with the mass, which uh, gets all the uh, local politicians and leaders and, and leaders from Ireland. And nice. they were here for mass at 8.30. They went off to dye the river and to the parade. And then we opened up our tent at noon. Um, and it was, it was a lovely event, even though it was very cold out. Uh, we had a huge tent and uh, warmed with it with heaters mm. and with... <laughs> Um, a couple thousand people. <laughs> Excellent. How fun. So it's interesting because in the work of evangelization, um, one of the things that we talk to when we talk about um, Father Ken is a part of the um, the uh, core team for Renew My Church, and he's he's involved. That's his other side gig um, when he's not being an administrator. I'll say that. So um, right. we talk a lot about um, in evangelization, um, a parish needs to be known by their neighbors. If they're not known um, by their neighbors, then they kind of don't have a purpose to exist. Like, it's we're supposed to be, as Catholics in the community, making an impact. And that's what I could hear in that um, Father, um, Father Jack Wall's um, desire was to be known. It wasn't just to, like— build up from within, but it, actually there was this inclination to go outward. And of course, when you go outward, then you attract people in. But what do you think that, that seems to be a part of the ethos of that community? Um, and I know you've only been there a short time as administrator. So is that what you're experiencing from this community? Oh, absolutely. Um, we very much definitely, it has is, is always been a, 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 a a theme of outreach for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and drawing people in really from, um, from many, from from miles around and from, um, and every background, um, we really do. Uh, I think, you know, one of the things we talk about in renew my church is, is these, uh, these opportunities for, for hospitality for, Mm -hmm. uh, which is more than simply, um, you know, opening the doors and putting out a welcome mat, but in fact, um, in fact, really uh, noticing who is there and um, making sure that people get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, the reach, the outreach is, uh, is vast actually. And, and certainly um, things like the world's largest block party or shamrock in the block. Um, the, the the press was all over it. Mm-hmm. Um, we had uh, all kinds of press coverage and things and they and I think that we actually have people on you know uh, that help us to let people know what's going on. but it, again, it just it, it allows people to know that this church is here and that it mm-hmm. that it is open and um, and, uh, and 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 part of the the larger community, part of the downtown community, part of the um, uh, the, the business community part of uh, really trying to touch people's lives in a number of ways. Mm, and even um, the whole concept that the politicians and people from Ireland start the day at mass before they go die the river and, um, you know, head to the parade. It's such a lovely, almost, almost like a fallback to another time, right? 
because there aren't a lot yeah. of things. Our culture, as we talk about as well, we're in a post-Christian culture where, you know, my daughter was sharing with me recently that there's this TV show and uh, she works with some children um, and uh, they um, they put their hands together and it's like namaste, right? And I laughed and I said, well, y'all can have, they can have cartoons like that, but you couldn't have anything with someone doing the side of the cross, right? So well, it's, we're in right. a post-Christian culture, no, no doubt, but yet... There's some value that people find in gathering around at mass before a parade. So there's something in that that's beautiful. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, th- I think what we found, we do other things. We have a, a an amazing music program here, and we have a a, a Christmas. Uh, it's really, it's a it's not really a sacred concert. It it includes pop, um, but it, there's much. There's many. Uh, and it's called Deck the Hall, and then we have another one coming up where the the choir just loves to sing and do things. So they they do Broadway on Adams. They um, oh, cool. It, and that's, um, that's coming up in in May. And um, but all of these are ways to uh, you know invite people in. And I think especially these days as we um, are trying are trying to get people comfortable with being together again and being together in our space. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really part of our, our idea too, is that if they're, they're drawn by these things that they, they remember or want to be at, um, it's like, oh yeah, we really can be together. It's, it feels good to be at the church, uh, in and see parishioners again. And, um, that that's repeated over and over again as, as we talk with people. But, but I think too, the, 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 to look out and, and, and again, look beyond the, the boundaries as old St. Pat's has never really considered Followed itself boundaries. as having boundaries. Um, yeah. because it, when in the, in the, uh, in the early eighties, there were no people down here. Yeah. There yeah. was, this was a, this area was an industrial area. It was actually Skid Row. There were a few, um, single occupancy, occupancy hotels, but, um, it really has always, it's kind of like campus ministry, which I also served in. If you're not looking out and recruiting and, and being a welcoming place, you're closed. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, and yeah. I think we're learning that lesson in every parish now. Right. In every parish now. Right. There isn't this just. And so there's really um, sort of because of the way that it was resurrected in a lot of ways. Um, and then also just if people do live downtown and they they decide, you know, they're young and then they have families and they move out to the birth. There's a lot of transience in, in, uh, um, these urban parishes anyway. Right. And so being able to know that you can always come back, you don't have to, you can always stay a member of this community, um, regardless of where you live, where your zip code is, right. Um, is a beautiful yeah. thing too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we, we're, we're proud of our many zip codes here. Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, you even have zip codes during the pandemic that you got in other States, right. Um, we do. <laughs> I know. Um, I, um, you know, one of the interesting things about um, the work that we do for evangelization is that we talk about these community ways that people can gather and, and get to know each other. And just hearing that, I, that had to take so many parishioners to come together to make Saturday happen, right? So you ended up with these people that became engaged in helping in the community too, which is a really important piece of 
revitalizing a community. It's that pastor can't do everything. And I know at St. Old St. Pat's, that's very evident, right? Right. <laughs> Absolutely. It's too much going on for you to do it yourself, right? Um, but that's one piece of it. And then the other piece of it is how do we use, when we come back from break, I want to talk a little bit about how we use these opportunities to invite people, not just into community, not just back to mass, but how are we use these ways to actually engage people in a faith journey of their own? So when we get back from um, break, we'll continue our conversation. Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Services help veterans find and maintain employment through job readiness training, resume writing assistance, mock interviews, and job placement counseling. We work with a wide array of employers and community partners to help veterans reach their career goals. We owe a debt of gratitude to all of our veterans for the sacrifices they made to serve our nation. It is our privilege now to assist them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Program in Cook County, call 773-808-2954. In Lake County, call 847-782-4219. You can also learn more at catholiccharities.net. To all United States veterans, thank you for your service. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959. Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States, and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Welcome back to On The Way. I'm Beth White, and I am having a conversation with Father Ken Simpson. He is the administrator at Old St. Pat's in downtown Chicago. 
Um, so we were just talking about the ways in which um, Old St. Pat's has this history, this experience of going outward um, with their block party and now the shamrock and on the block. Um, that Just uh, these ways of having um, a presence in the larger community. So what are some of the ways that you see um, – let me just, I reframe the question before the break, is that uh, communities can get stuck there. They can get stuck with just having beautiful community ways of gathering people and have lovely experiences and fun stuff and great beer gardens and stuff like that. But as church, our mission is to help a person engage with Jesus Christ, um, the Holy Spirit and God, and to, to deepen that relationship. So what are the, some of the ways that um, Old St. Pat's or, the, or you think about it yourself that these moments can start that process for folks or deepen that? Right. You know, you, as just before you, you went off uh, on break, you, you were talking about the difference of uh, an era of cultural Catholicism versus uh, what we are in now. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that, that this Old St. Pat's is a great example of that. The World's Logic Black Party um, used to be uh, a place where um, many couples met. Many couples met at the, uh, at the Black Party and got married at Old St. Pat's. And they used to say, the one, you know, you would, by going coming to the old block party, you would know a couple of things: one that you were single, and one the other that you were Catholic. Um, <laughs> it's a big matchmaking and, thing, huh? It, it it had that effect for many many people. Um, we're we're not again in that world. It's not as easy as that anymore. Um, but uh, you know, to invite people into um, experiences that are, as, as you say, beyond this by beyond simply being in community, which is. Of course, very important, very important. extremely important, yep. extremely especially important, today. more than, yes, yeah, especially today, uh, more than ever, um, just that there are, are, is there a place where uh, people are respected and, and, um, and, and can simply be uh, who they are. And, and we spent a lot of time, uh, you know, sharing that vision with people and it's, it's on everything we advertise it, it, um, uh, right along the uh, right, al- <laughs> right along the Guinness sponsorship is is listing what we're doing for faith, um, <laughs> and um, and and so and and having having staff and and other leaders present um, so that um, so that a a parish event um, is not simply an event, um, but. But there are all these, as you mentioned, all these people who, who are part of it and are committed to the parish. Um, uh, no one, no one said, "Boy, can I stand in the cold for twelve hours on on Saturday?" That, <laughs> but they, they they did, and they did it because of of, of the opportunity. Uh, to be a presence, as you say, in the neighborhood, but also be around to talk to people. And and we did. They were, you know, as we wandered about uh, the tent, um, people were were asking about what goes on at Little St. Pat's, what uh, appreciate uh, many, many appreciative of our of our online presence of the virtual mass. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, mentioned there were there one woman in particular is from Iowa and um <laughs> she came she all the way was, for this she well she her family she's originally from Chicago oh, her family okay. part of it was in Chicago they come every year to the mass and to whatever we're doing okay 
but she also was talking about she's a she's a uh, i think an intensive care nurse and she has all her nurses watching old saint pat's Aww. on sunday she's evangelizing wow um and getting people engaged in at least you know getting a getting some experience of the mass um in the midst of their and she talked about the intensity of her life as a nurse especially with covid etc um her her parents um are here in chicago um and through that through the course of the uh of shamrock and the block i met all of them and (laughs) (laughs) but that yeah, I think that the electronic outreach as well as uh, the the physical outreach and presence of inviting people into a deeper place, um, inviting people into our, our, our prayer opportunities, um, uh, reflection opportunities. Uh, we have a number of, we've, we've, again, because of COVID had to be hybrid um, in many, many of our uh, reflection and prayer opportunities, but those are and some of those, some of those have expanded because of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a lot of Lent opportunities. If anybody's interested, you have a lot of hybrid things or online only, or things that you right. send via email and things. I, that was pretty impressive to me to help people connect. Old St. Pat's has a nice tradition too of having um, really commitment to this deep spiritual growth. There are retreats. There are the Ignatian exercises. There's all kinds of Bible studies, prayer groups. Um, there's a real emphasis on formation of adults, um, Old St. Pat's. It's, it's actually a little unusual in our diocese. There's not a lot of parishes that do that. Have you, as a parish, seen a lot of fruit from that? Is that what you're seeing now, is these engaged people? Have you seen fruit from people on this faith journey? I think so. Um, I think that, that um, you, know, you mentioned uh, earlier that um, you know, our adult outreach is, um, is, is robust and, mm-hmm. um, that has, that, that maintains or deepens people's faith life, um, their prayer life. Uh, there's a, a, a kind of signature retreat here called beloved. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, um, has reached again, reach people, um, for years now and given that basic message of being loved by God, loved yeah. by Jesus yeah. and, and, and it has changed people's lives for sure. Yeah. Um, and as you say, the, the Ignatian, uh, we have, a, we have a number of, uh, spiritual directors, um, that are wonderful. Um, kind of on part of our extended staff. Uh, so, so you can go ever deeper um, into into people's own spiritual spiritual growth and spiritual life. Um, the other thing I, too is that uh, you know even with our being uh, of many zip codes, um, we uh, even the, the the outreach to our our to our high school students and to our younger ch- children, um, as happens at any time when you have a uh, you know, an intentional community, um, very strong. I, I've just experienced a, a, an amazing uh, strength in those programs also, and which also demands their parents' involvement, mm. which is, of course, key. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
uh, we we uh, one of the things that Old St. Pat's that I've discovered is we we never we don't we name everything something different than you might expect. <laughs> children's religious education is called partners. Oh, there you go. But, okay. But that is, of course, the point is yeah. that we we can only partner with parents. That's right. Um, in 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 their in their re- children's religious education. So that's, right. that's an an example of that. That's right. Um, I think for us too that one of the our, our horizon is literally. I'm sitting here in the office looking across the expressway into the West Loop, which um, we there was not a neighborhood before, and there mm, is now. There is now. And yeah. so um, planning, uh, attempting, we really have, are looking now, again, the COVID is subsiding, hopefully, um, how we can be much more in into the middle of that neighborhood. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, yeah. There's a, you know, a park where every young adult, every young adult couple has, you know, three dogs. Um, Especially <laughs> Bishop COVID. Sabatini yeah. used this. Bishop Sabatini said we used to we should open a kennel. Exactly. That would be a way to get in touch or dog with our, park. With our young. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I I'm just um, old St. Pat's. If I'm not a parishioner there, um, am I still able to access the adult um, opportunities there? The formation Absolutely. opportunities. Excellent. Excellent. So it's an incredible Absolutely. resource for the diocese then, because not all of our parishes have those resources um, for various reasons. Um, and you guys have just been at it for so long. So I, I wanted to highlight that because at the top of the hour, we were talking about the four doctors of the church and the spiritual journey and how when a person goes inward, the inclination is to go outward, that that inward focus should always then send us outward. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about old St. Pat's is that, and that was St. Patrick as well, right? It's that sense of being exactly. filled up in order to go out. And it's that sort of sense of then meeting people where they're at to only invite them in so that they can do the same thing. Um, and I think there's a beauty in that at Old St. Pat's that I, I just wanted to highlight because I know it's Old St. Yeah. Pat's week. <laughs> yes, it is. We are, we're <laughs> we're going to keep rolling. Exactly. Highlight you guys this week. So um, thank you so much, Father Ken, and keep up the good work and blessings to the community as you all recover from your Old St. Pat's uh, weekend and uh, celebration tomorrow. Enjoy Thanks your so Irish soda bread. Absolutely. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.